back to On the Block with Stricken Bar on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the block as we are wrapping up day one of Big Ten Media Day here. Thanks to everybody that was out there again, uh, Vershawn and and Jay and and Strick, DP, Jake Sorensen, Sip were all out there uh, from Lucas Oil Stadium. And uh, so we we appreciate all the work that they did. Also want to shout out to our sponsors. First, the Mercado, who sponsors on the block every day. Also, Gary Michaels Clothiers and Ben Bleicher, professional really group with BHHS Real Estate, who helped us with our sponsors. Sponsoring Big Ten Media Days today, and we uh, we're just rolling with the conversation there between the guys and Nebraska AD Trev Alberts, and Trev was kind enough to sit with us for quite some time. So we will play part two here of the Trev Alberts interview as we round up on the block today. Here is Trev Alberts, uh, DP, Jay Foreman, and Rashawn earlier from Big Ten Media Days. We are we're 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 here with the boss and Trev Alberts. I look, this is what, like the comedy is. I know that this is what happens, uh, and, and I appreciate you sitting in for it. The current edition of this this Huskers team now has guys guys who play your position, who must at some level get you excited about the possibilities of having an O'Shawn Mathis, a Garrett Nelson, a Caleb Tanner, et cetera. What do you want for them? What would you say to them? They can change this entire program mm. as you did. Well, you know, it's just interesting. You look back to those days, and, and we just – I mean, Coach Samuel did such a great job of identifying, you know, people in every single year. Man, I don't know when it – you had Jeff Mills, Broderick Tom. I mean, it was right. every single year we had a first-round draft pick who got pressure on the quarterback, you know. Yeah. And it was a position that uh, – you really wanted to play because you knew it was it was important to the team. But I I, I see um, I see some talent that can get pressure on a quarterback, and and I think as you look at what the portal's been able to do, and you're able to identify areas of need. I, I think you know having a left tackle, having a quarterback, and having a guy that can get pressure on a quarterback is is critical, especially in the Big Ten Conference. You have to be able to win one on ones. And I think Nebraska, and I, I think they've got other players too. You know, I mean, I think across the board, they have a chance of getting some pressure on the quarterback. And if you can't get pressure on the quarterback, you, you just can't cover guys that long. I, I need to ask you this professionally because we at, at this station try to help maneuver NIL and all of the inner workings. And I just want to say this. If there is a way for us to help you with that, we are open to that. Because I don't want to put you in a tough spot. I don't want to. We don't. That's not what we do. But I think the idea of you being able to hear your student athletes have voice, be heard, be seen would be helpful to them. How are you maneuvering through the whole NIL responsibility, reboundering, resetting the GPS and, and such? How should we, because we want to follow your lead, mm-hmm. so how should, what is the approach and what should we be looking at? Well, first of all, thank you for the help, number yeah. one. Number two, I would just say, you know, where we are today is light years from where we were six months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, this has been a, a space that's been really hard for me to understand. You know, as I've said before, I, trying hard to thread the needle in, you know, the VJ 
if these if they were still players, I want to do everything I can to let them monetize their name, image, and likeness, sure. and at the highest level. Right. I don't want to do anything that takes a tool out of the toolbox from Scott or Fred or John right. Cook. Right. At the same time, I'm kind of responsible for protecting the integrity of this brand. Right. That and, end means something. And so, how do you thread that needle? Well, the problem is there's no rules, and you know, and, and there's really ambiguity around which rules still exist. It's one of the things we're tackling in the Big Ten conferences mm-hmm. is, is how do we approach it. So we've got help, um, and I think we're slowly being more aggressive in that area. I've just taken the approach. I don't know if this is right or not, but we're never going to be first, but we're not going to be last. And so we're going to try to, you know, just manage it. And uh, I think we've, you know, done a good job with it. Um, uh, but uh, um, we're always looking, and, and I think we'll have some – you know, within the next couple months, some some additional resources and announcements that will help us in that space. Uh, but eventually, I think we're going to, as an association and as a conference, have to come up with some sort of, not to eliminate it, not to manage it, but we have to put, you know, the, the big word was guardrails. I mean, how do we have at least some consistency around yeah. it so that we don't have one institution? By the way, California state law mandates right. certain things. They're now coming into our conference in 2024. Yeah. So now politics enter into how we're handling this. So that's what we spent a day on yesterday. And how are we going to maintain some competitive equity? How do we create these opportunities for young people? And by the way, there's a Title IX component to it. We can't spend all of our time just getting these two guys Title, uh, you know, NIL deals. We've got student athletes on the female side that we're focused on as well, too. So a lot of work. Um, but, you know, I think these types of things better positions Nebraska than the alternative um, structure that we would currently had. Trev, when you when you uh, think camp is getting ready to open in the next couple of days, mm-hmm. what are you looking for to say we took some steps forward in terms, practice, in terms of practice? Well, I mean, I, I think you want to see uh, – you know, you want to see a level of intensity. I mean, everybody's going to be focused real quick on the offensive line. You know, the hardest thing for me, and I back in my day doing a little bit what you guys were doing for 12 years, um, I learned a tough lesson. You can get yourself fooled by going to a practice because you think, you know, that that defense isn't very good. And all of a sudden you find out later the offense is really good after they start playing other people and the defense wasn't as bad as you thought. Or you can get tricked into thinking – this offense is really, really good. Right. Well, you've seen them against your own people. You haven't really – it's hard to make an evaluation until you get into a game. I think, you know, I know there's some risk to play a conference opponent in another country in week zero. It's very true. But I think as if I was a player, I don't know about you guys, but if I knew we were playing a conference game week one, I'd have a different level mindset. of right. mindset and intensity. And I think that's to our advantage given where we are as a program and of the amount of change that we've had in the off season, I think this is a good thing for us. Sure. I know there's risk, but, but so I'm, risk. I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, I mean, with Nebraska, effort, focus, um, mistakes that are made are corrected in the appropriate way. Uh, focus on special teams. That's all a lot of it in spring ball. So you're going to see some change, and you're going to see some effort uh, that will look a little bit different. And you're going to see some people that, I mean, we've got a great opportunity. I mean, I know it's just us old guys, but, I, you know, I hope these young people understand the window of time is so narrow. Right. Man, take advantage of this. Right. Enjoy it. It's the greatest blessing in the world. You get to be a football player for the University of Nebraska right. in exactly. the Big Ten Conference. Bringing that attitude back is what we need. 
you get to go to the greatest university and play for the greatest team in America. You can't change. You you, you can't buy that anywhere else. You can't go to Wisconsin. You can't go to Madison and get that. Nope. You what would you think if you went to Madison? Jay Foreman? You'd have been getting whooped by Nebraska. Yeah, eventually. And Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. Trev, the 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 elephant in the room is USC and UCLA and what it brings to the conference. From operations standpoint, it changes. Like you've got to replan, redirect some new rivalries to create, even in other sports. And I don't want to lose it just on football. Right. That bringing in USC and UCLA brings in a whole lot more for a whole lot of other other programs. What in your mind is the priority and focus when we here in Nebraska look at USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten Conference? Well, first and foremost, the nice thing is we have two years to onboard them. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to start immediately. And one of the things we've talked about is, you know, the Big Ten takes very seriously the the core values in terms of and principles on who we are. And at the end of the day, you know, and Kevin talked a little bit about this, you know, at his press conference is that while the world is changing and, you know, will probably continue to change in terms of player uh, movement and and NIL and and dollars and compensation, wherever that goes, at the end of the day, there's still going to be a conference that's really focused on student athletes and their health, well-being. The educational component is going to be really important, uh, will always be important. So I think that um, you know, we're not concerned about that with UCLA or USC, but we're going to make ta- make sure that the Big Ten core values don't change. So you get two years to onboard them um, to make sure they're part of, of what we're doing. But there's just so much to, to sort through. There's our media deals. Um, there's numbers of conference games, divisions, no divisions. Can I sit in on that media, the media deals? Can we? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will only tell you. Fly uh, in the room. Yeah. Fly on the wall. It's fascinating stuff. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, but I would just tell you because I know, um, and and I'll end with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I took the job in Omaha in 2009, uh, one of the local um, successful business people, I will say, mm-hmm. um, said, "Trev, uh, welcome to Nebraska. You're going to love it here. Nebraskans will expect and demand progress, but they hate change. So good luck." <laughs> And who we brother? Put that on a shirt. Put that. I wish somebody giving me right now. I wish somebody giving me that shirt when I got here. Like that would have told me a lot. You get into Omaha and says, "You know, welcome to the Nebraska." That's what you need to put there. Oh, put that underneath that. So what? What I what I have talked about as much as I can, and obviously I can't, you know, talk about everything. But I just want our fans to know, and I've talked about the amount of change and. You know, this is going to look different. It's going to feel different. Um, we're going to be playing different folks. Travel will be different. Um, you know, it's already different with freedom of movement and NIL and uh, 14 new players. I mean, so I just think for us, uh, you know, an institution that really values tradition, uh, which I do too, um, you know, making sure that we're open-minded enough to embrace because the change. we're not driving or leading the change, but our ability to adapt to the change will be critically important in our ability to be successful. I, I've said it before. There's going to be winners and there's going to be losers that emerge out of this. And I feel a burden that my job is to do everything I can to help make sure that we're winners uh, and and not a loser out of this deal. And so that's where we're focused. I know you need to get going. Success. If you could give me a description of Husker football and what it should be, mm-hmm. what would that be? 
Well, I just think it's a team that's re- reflective of Nebraskans and our alumni, you know, and, and guys that used to play. I mean, and I'm not, when I say this, I'm, I'm not meaning to infer or imply that we're not there today. I'm sure we're going to have to make progress. But I, I just want it to be a team that, you know, Nebraskans value hard work. Uh, they value doing the little things right, being fundamentally sound, um, you know, playing for Nebraska, playing together. Um, and um, and never, ever, ever quitting, no matter what the circumstance is. I mean, you talk about people in Nebraska and our state, you know, that, you know, it, it never ceases to fascinate me. We, we'll have a flood, and, you know, we'll have local farmers that lose their entire herd. They don't complain. They just pull up their bootstraps and go figure it out, you know, and, and we do that in Nebraska, but we do it together. When the going gets really tough, we come together. And, uh, uh, you know, I think... Um, you know, listen, I mean, we're in a state with 1.8 million people. There's a lot of strengths about Nebraska, but let's just be honest. We have some drawbacks, too. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some strengths about USC. There's some drawbacks. Mm-hmm. They've got some challenges there, too. Let's not get fixated on our challenges. Let's leverage our strengths and be who we are. And let's not be ashamed to be who we are. Uh, and that's not just in our programs coaching. That's administratively, too. And so, uh, man, I'm, I'm proud to be a Cornhusker. I'm proud to be a Nebraskan, and for all that entails. And what I think Nebraska is so special is you look at Omaha, you know, you look at what Omaha brings, and you look at business leadership, and you look at just entrepreneurialism, you look at Lincoln, you look at Western Nebraska. We got it all. all right. We have a state that has everything that represents America. And uh, our job is, and we can use Husker Athletics to bring people together, um, not divide, but bring people together. I think we can be a powerful tool in that. And, uh, uh, but winning helps, and winning. so we're gonna we're gonna. VJ said I had to do that, so we're gonna try to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the only reason why we brought him. Just think how many sacks my man would have if he was on this team where they get to play all the time and didn't have to rotate with you know the Dante Jones and. Yeah, Jones. That, man. I, that's I, true. I look at these linebackers Dwayne. and they talk about they playing eighty plays. I'm like, man, look, I remember going through practice and ha- only playing Pacific or the team, and you know you're getting twelve plays and you get. They were like, oh, you get a series in the second half. Okay, cool. We go three and out. It's not even really worth warming up. They playing ain't the faint. Just imagine, <laughs> just imagine how many sacks. It, you know, I always tell people, Dominican Sue was a bad boy. But right. Jason Peter and those guys and Trev and Grant would get to play the amount of plays that they got to play. But if you think if they played those amount of plays. We wouldn't be winning. Yeah, well, and, it might not have been effective. And, and then the, the, the depth wouldn't be. Yeah, the Jay Formers of the world, that was number two, your rare first, rare shirt freshman oh, did, year. Yeah, did, you know that guy that was number two out there? If, if, no, I couldn't. I had to take he that back. couldn't resist. If, if, Matt, could you imagine the yeah. plays that you make? We take those plays away. Well, there you hear it. That was the second interview there, or the second part of the interview, I should say, with Trev Alberts. Uh, wonderful stuff from everybody out at uh, Big Ten Media today's. We'll do it again tomorrow from Lucas Oil Stadium, but that'll wrap it up for our coverage for today. Thanks once again uh, to Gary Michaels Clothiers and Ben Bleicher, uh, Ben Bleicher, excuse me, a professional realty group for sponsoring us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good evening. <laughs>